Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. You're listening to a new Redefining Security podcast. Have you ever thought that we are selling cybersecurity insincerely, buying it indiscriminately, and deploying it ineffectively? Perhaps we are. So let's look at how we can organize a successful InfoSec program that integrates people, process, technology, and culture to drive growth and protect business value. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Imperva is the cybersecurity leader whose mission is to protect data and all paths to it with a suite of integrated application and data security solutions. Learn more at imperva.com. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at pentera.io. Marco. Sean. I'm feeling the UFGs. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea how much more scaring and and, and frightful is to have you start a podcast lately because I have no idea where you go. You have no idea what a UFG is. I didn't didn't until a moment ago. The the unidentified flying guests. We have two guests (laughs) on today. See, and I'm supposed to read your brain you like this? I'm I supposed was, to read my mind. I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, keep wondering. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's bring yeah. it back. Let's bring right. it back Let's home. Let's start again. <laughs> no, but no, no, no. But not really. We're already no. launched. Can't start over. <laughs> uh, here we are. We're, no, on a serious note, we're on, on the road to Las Vegas. Uh, Hacker Summer Camp is upon us. There's a lot going on. Uh, for the whole week, Black Hat, Defcon, uh, Diane Initiative, uh, Girls Who Hack, Black Girls Hack, you know, tons of stuff going on. And uh, researchers, government, policymakers, uh, companies, they're, they're all there, right? Uh, taking a look at what's going on. And uh, this is a topic I love, Marco. I mean, we've, we've been talking about it quite a bit over the last couple of months. We actually just finished a session uh with uh, Johannes talking about uh, LEO, the Low Earth Orbit uh, Satellites. And a uh, really cool talk he's got going to DEF CON. Um, I'm excited to uh, talk about the Aerospace Village today. Absolutely. It's kind of like going home. I know. You know. It's <laughs> honestly, it's like, oh, there is a podcast. Do I need to get prepared here? No, I know. I know these guys. I've been, I've been there, done <laughs> I that. Know you. I, know you. I know you. And and by you, I mean our friend Steve, and which brought uh, a, another person that works at the Aerospace Village. And I heard she she does a lot, Lillian. And uh just a little. Well, you know, we'll, just a we'll, little. We'll learn. We'll learn more. We're here to learn. Just once a year, just a little. Uh, just a little once a year. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just a little. But the, the goal here is to actually, yes, show and tell if they're watching the video. Hi, we're here. If you're listening, we're still here as well. 
And um, yeah, we're going to talk about the aerospace village, which is, to be honest, one of uh, one of my favorite because I like space. I like to have space around me, literally. So, Sean, you excited to get uh, I like, the thing? I like safe space. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about that. So, I mean, yeah, before we get into it, though, uh, somebody, somebody's been on the show quite a bit. So uh, chances are you've heard him on the show, but we, we still want to know who you are, Steve, for those that are joining new. Because we, had, like I said, we've talked a lot about uh, aerospace and space, uh, and, and I'm, I'm certain we have a new audience that have not met you virtually yeah. yet. So uh, introduce yourself, and uh, then hopefully they get to meet you in person in, in Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again. And you're right, as I... I look back on it, I feel like it's always the first time of wanting to come in and looking forward to the discussion and wanting to. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've done this before. Like you said, like, hey, these are my friends. So this is awesome. Thank you. And and uh, so my brief introduction, then I'm going to pass it over to Lillian. Uh, Steve Lozinski, I have been with the village uh, early on helping out in the beginning. And then uh, I've had different roles from the executive director uh, to where I'm doing now as the board chairman, so running the nonprofit side of things, helping to make the connections and support the work that Lillian and others are doing when they are putting on events. Uh, and I came uh, came to this role in uh, my time in the Air Force flying. So as a pilot, having that interest from the flying side, I got into aviation cybersecurity and I worked at the Pentagon and I escaped there by retiring. And I stayed in the cybersecurity community as a chief information security officer. I worked briefly for the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency during COVID. And now I'm at Accenture Federal Services and uh, working on critical infrastructure security. But I really enjoy is all the time I get to spend with folks like Lillian in the village as a volunteer. And that's why I'm glad she's here today. So Lillian, I'm gonna pass it over to you. She's one of our awesome volunteers, and uh, she'll tell you about what she's doing. Yeah, as Steve had so eloquently said, I'm Lillian Ashbaker. I'm one of the volunteers at the Aerospace Village. I run the uh, Call for uh, Presentations program at the Village. So whenever somebody wants to do a presentation or has something that they want to come show and talk about, comes through through me, then we all discuss it within the village in order to determine if it's something that we want to bring. And then I put together the whole entire schedule and uh, run the madness for, for three days. Uh, this is the third year I've done this. She makes it sound so simple. I just I know. I just, I just, I just, I just wake schedule. up in the morning. And I deal with all your people and all your good ideas. And then it just it just shows up at that time. It's real that. easy when you can just say, yes, we can do that, Steve. It's no problem. <laughs> well, and I know that's why it's not easy, because I'm the one contributing to all of that. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what is all of that? What is all of that? Yeah, we, we want all to of that. that. So this year at the village, uh, we have Hackasat is going to be giving a briefing uh, once a day for an hour. So uh, they're taking up. A little bit of our time in the village but we have a total of 18 talks in the village quick numbers six of them space themed seven of them air themed one of them for ground systems that's a presenter from tsa talking about the screening equipment security and then four kind of more focused on the policy side of things um yeah so we have everything from 
uh, talk on secure micro patching on the ISS, uh, something that you really wouldn't think about how they do software updates uh, over the air to the ISS. Um, everything down to talking about CubeSat resilience, to threat modeling, uh, to Steve doing a, a fireside chat with the uh, TSA administrator. Yeah, so the, so I want to make sure we don't go too far. Is the, so I hang out on the nonprofit side. Lillian knows what's going on. So bear with me while I ask questions like a host, but I want to make sure <laughs> the Hackasat is that, I think we have those opening each day, the one hour talks you talked, yes. you mentioned, right? So they're kind of kicking off our day of presentations because of what they have going on. Yep. So they'll give a, a one hour briefing of what's going on in the Hackasat competition, what mm -hmm. happened the day before. On Sunday, they're going to be giving a uh, their award ceremony in the village. Yeah. So that for Sean and Marco, you said you just spoke with that team, right? So you already have some background, but the the short the short the short summary for this crowd, if they're not seeing both, which who's not watching all your podcasts, but <laughs> just in case, uh, this is the fourth year of Hackasat. It's our fifth year of the village, so it's our anniversary. We're excited about that. Uh, coming back to DEFCON, it's the fourth year of Hackasat, and more importantly, it's their finals with an on-orbit CubeSat. So everything that Lillian talked about of the space talks we have, uh, the fact that it, there's talks specifically about CubeSat, Hackasat talking, there's talks about CubeSats, there's talks about ground control segment security. We're going to have a CubeSat there because of Cal Poly bringing one in. And if you really want to get into more things about ground stations and communications, we're going to have SpaceX with a table there with one of their ground stations. Um, and we think we're going to have an engine in a spacesuit. We're working on the logistics. So, so yeah, just a couple of other things wrapped in that that reminded me when you said that, uh, Lillian. So anyways, back over to Lillian. Thank you. Yeah, back over to you. Yeah. So any questions about our, our presentation lineup that we have? Um, uh, loads. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we do, and I, I'm gonna have Sean uh, go with that. So, uh, so I want to hone in on the the zoot suit that you're gonna be hacking. No, I'm just, just kidding. So I want to I want to highlight the, uh, the the Hackasat and the in the Moonlighter. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I had a chance to speak with Logan, Jason, and Aaron, and and I mean, talk about preparation for this event and things like this you do all year long. It's not just at Hacker Summer Camp. Uh, but they actually launched for real a mm -hmm. few months back in preparation for this event so that it could be hacked, <laughs> a satellite in orbit. And uh, I mean, it's really cool. And I, I think the question I have for you coming from that, because that was one conversation. We had another one this morning looking at low, low Earth orbit satellites. There seems to be more on this topic of, of the aerospace and and uh, protecting all of the pieces and parts that that make it all uh, run. Uh, so I'm wondering, Lillian, to you, the the types of submissions. I don't know how how long you've been involved, but are there just a, a ton more <laughs> submissions coming through? And and what are the topics like? Are they are they deepening? Are they broadening? Uh, with the people that are submitting them? Are they researchers? Are they with companies like sharing their ideas and thoughts now? 
Yeah, so this is the third year that I've done uh, all the talk proposal preparation uh, for the village. So this year has probably some of the most CubeSat-centric uh, stuff. About two years ago, it was <clears throat> very heavily more on like drones a few years ago. Um, this year, so we have one about ransomware resilience and CubeSats. Uh, there's another one talking about um, the attack chains for different lower orbits. Uh, we also have um, a team from the White House National Cybersecurity Directive um, coming in to speak on what the White House is saying with regards to low Earth uh, orbit satellites and how that's going to be affecting the future. So it's not just a company or a couple of researchers, but it's also government coming in and talking about this. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add in the uh, the folks from the Office of the National Cyber Director, their work also with the National Space Council, so they have that experience to share with us, like what Lillian was saying, but they're also bringing in the elements from earlier this year, the National Cyber Strategy, that was Cybersecurity Strategy, and today, the the National Strategy for the Cyber Workforce. So we've been working with them, the Village and our representatives working with them throughout the year, connecting with them, and then now having them also talk about that workforce, not just for all cybersecurity, but the specifics when it comes to aviation and space because of the growth, because of the shortages, because of the need, the interest that people have. This like DEFCON is such a perfect bringing all those together and having these conversations and, and the things that Lillian talked about, like having that all in one place. Um, you need people, Marco. You need people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to take this opportunity because before we start recording, we were saying, you know, it feels like we're we've done this so many times that we almost repeat ourselves, but it's not really true because I remember the first year or the second year of of the village, and I remember where it was a big success, the fact that there were people from the White House actually walking through DEFCON for the first time and connecting. Mm -hmm. And so these conversations that are happening now, that seems like, yeah, you know, just wake up in the morning, call a few people in Washington and, you know, they bring them to DEFCON. Yeah. It wasn't always <clears throat> like that, right? So yeah. can we take maybe a couple of minutes to kind of like, you know, um, walk back in memory lane and, and, and the beginning of this, like that, yeah. that need that was there to have this mm -hmm. conversation and a place to have it. So uh, maybe both yeah. of you can, can bring your perspective on it. Yeah, you bet. Lillian, I'll, I'll start off just based on kind of village history perspective I can throw out. Um, you're right. I, I definitely, when you, especially when you put it that way, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> let's brag about uh, what this group has done and what this group's been a part of and hopefully help spur some of those actions. 2019 is when we had the first aviation village. And that came from efforts of, uh, for folks who may recall back in 14 and 15, different media articles, claims about things being done with both aviation and space assets. Um, what, what was written versus what happened, what was talked, just all these different things. And I know what I saw working in government and on the military side of what was going on behind the scenes, a lot of that was not talked about publicly. And so as that changed 
And you had things like the Atlantic Council report about aviation cybersecurity and the acknowledgement there are things going on that we should talk about. And we should talk about it in a way to make sure people know this is why things are safe and secure. And where it isn't, this is why you can still trust those systems because you got smart people working on it in the background. And I think, Lillian, some of your perspective from uh, work that you've done in the past uh, may be able to, to add into that. Yeah, so, um, you know, my work for the Aerospace Village is work that I do at night. My day job is with a, um, a major aerospace airframe manufacturer. Uh, prior to that, I was at a aerospace supplier for 15 years working on avionics. So, you know, with all of the different speakers that come from the Aerospace Village and come to talk about this research that they've done, it really spurs on people who are interested who might be working in the industry that want to learn more about uh, cybersecurity within that sector, because it's not something that you talk about every day. And that's something that I had learned about in my day job um, was that you know, we're building safe uh, pieces of electronics every day to put onto civil aviation aircraft. It's not really talked about every day about what cybersecurity looks like for those aircraft. Um, but there are people that work on those, right? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to get more involved in that aspect of it. And I think a lot more people in cybersecurity want to learn more about what that means, what it means to build a, uh, a box that is safety critical or a function or system that is safety critical uh, for civil applications. And so by bringing in a lot of the government agencies, the um, White House, or um, TSA, or even um, uh, the critical or yeah, CISA. CISA yep. That brings a lot more light into these areas that people can start to see that hey, the government's starting to talk about this. We can start talking about this, and now it's not just something that we have to whisper about in the in the back rooms. And which spurs the thought. One of the talks that we'll, we'll have is a five-year retrospective. So, you know, taking that history that I started describing and what I saw, what I saw from the government side, the military side, what Lillian saw from the industry side, those are the things that we saw early on in the village. And there was some hesitation of what are you all doing and what, what kind of claims are going to be made and gotchas, just all these worries that different entities, private sector, government, all of them had concerns. And then the work that was done to overcome those. And so to go back to what you started with, Sean, they, or Marco, the idea of, well, that's what we did back then. What are we doing now? Now, when we're asking folks, please come in and talk. The beauty is Lillian has a hard time because there's lots of submissions and having to sort through and figure out what to go what to bring on stage. The fact that we can say, hey, we've got some smart folks from the Office of the National Cyber Director, the TSA Administrator, um, all the different industry, the companies, big companies that you're going to recognize the names of that are our partners either speaking or bringing in activities um, to small companies that are doing very uh, little, little niche work but incredibly important and the impact it has and who they work with and where, oh yeah, that's part of what's in 
space operations or aviation. Um, so it is, it is a good reminder of, holy cow, yeah, look what we were doing now that we never in a million years would have thought of five years ago. And that's, that's the fun part of having this retrospective and seeing that evolution over time. Yeah. And one thing that we're trying to engage more of, at least it's my my personal goal, is to start engaging more of the academic uh, side of mm -hmm. research in order to get a lot more students, um, either in their undergrads or uh, graduate programs, in order to come speak about the research that they're working on. And we have one of those talks from Cal Poly. We do. I love it. And <clears throat> I think the... You, you kind of led me there, both of you, uh, to where I wanted to go. And I'll, so I'll kind of spin it a little bit mm -hmm. um, because I'll call it a full stack uh, uh, village where there's a lot going on, right? So uh, people who are familiar with DEF CON know that there's a, a very strong hacking community. Um, and you, you feed that group really well with hands-on uh, simulations and devices and and uh, engagement with folks during sessions. Um, but then all the way up to policy uh, for the government. So I don't know if you can kind of paint that picture of yeah. what the hands-on stuff is, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it, it, they're not separate, right? Yes, yeah. different, different people have a, their own role to play. But what I've seen you do in the last few years is really pull that together in a in a way that they all connect, and and yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to throw out our theme, uh, our mission, uh, because it's it's what drives how we put it together, and it's and it hopefully it helps the audience understand and uh, build, inspire, promote. It's that easy. The idea is building the relationships between government, industry, and security researchers. So when we say, uh, you heard Lillian talk about, we've got you know, these high level government officials that are speaking, that are willing to come in and talk with us all the way down and you know, the policy and government side of things so that the hacker community can learn what's going on and appreciate it. They may not wanna join in or some of them go, yeah, I wanna take my technical expertise and go help whatever it is. That's a great connection and just understanding. The inspire part is inspiring people who want to get into cybersecurity. They're at DEF CON. They're probably interested in it. Some of them are old hand veterans, but they've never done something in the aviation or space sector. How do I do that? Uh, some of them are, are brand new. And, and yeah, we want to help get them into the aviation and space sector. They're the next leaders after Lillian retires. And, and I'm still trying to figure out how to do things on the computer. And you know, they're going to lead the way. Um, and it's just promoting the work that people are doing. Like I, I will brag about Lillian because I'm not the technical guy. Uh, but what she's doing is the hands-on research to figure out and make the boxes safe. And others like her, whether they're in our village because of the, the uh, diverse group and background and volunteers that we have, or the guests that we bring in who are super technical and they're giving those talks. And then, uh, so those things with our mission drive that variety of talks. It drives when uh, we are we have activities. So uh, I'll, I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some of those and hopefully that builds on the picture and shameless promotion. So thank you again for 
uh, given the time there. But when we have partners, uh, names you know, right? Your Boeing, your Lockheed, they are coming in. They are bringing their experts. They are putting on capture the flags. Some of them are super simple, simple, relatively simple. We call it crawl, walk, run. So more of the crawl stage for the folks who are coming in. They want to get hands on. They want to learn cybersecurity. And they, they do it with an aviation and space approach to it. To more complex capture the flags in that run mentality. Very complicated, very detailed because they're bringing in experts who can talk across all of that. The Aviation ISAC is hosting a capture the flag created by and run by students from Embry-Riddle. So again, that student element that's in there. Uh, smaller companies you may not have heard of, but you should know about them. CT Cubed, Intelligenesis, Pentest Partners, they're bringing in hands-on, uh, again, capture the flag activities, expertise from talking about vehicles all the way to the runway lighting and the critical, the industrial control systems that run it. SpaceX, I mentioned them before, you may have heard of them. Uh, they'll be there and we're happy to partner up with them. We partnered up with Blue Origin last year. So being able to bring SpaceX in this year is great. Um, we have an aircraft, uh, an Airbus cockpit simulator showing electronic flight bags, the iPads that a pilot uses and how problems with that affects what they're doing in the airplane. Um, a demonstration of drone technology. Um, I mentioned a CubeSat that we're going to bring in. And on top of all of that, if you just want to hang, not only can you do those things and ask me anything. So the whole idea is in these villages, you can get up close and talk to the experts. You can get to talk to the folks coming off the stage in you know, a smaller area and hear their talks. But also, if you wanna sit down and talk to somebody, and we're gonna have a range of volunteers, it could be somebody from NASA, it could be somebody from TSA, it could be somebody that is a security researcher and they're just, that's their interest is drone technology. But they can talk to you about why did they get into where they are in cyber and engineering and government and private sector. Um, and they can talk to somebody who's been in it a while that wants to transition over or somebody brand new that's like, I don't know where to start. What can I do? Um, and so though that, again, when you kind of think about our mission, hopefully it makes sense to go, that's why they have such a variety. And that's our audiences across all of those capabilities and all of those experiences. And um, I get a little bit excited talking about it. Once again, I realize this is why I like coming on here so much and rambling, but I, I appreciate your attention and patience. <laughs> I will point out that there's one other activity that you missed, and it's uh -oh. the always popular bricks in the air. Yes, holy cow, that's that's ours for crying out loud. I can't believe it. Please, Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Make sure everybody knows. I can't believe I yeah. forgot it. Um, so it's, it's a, a little guided hacking activity with a Lego model aircraft off to the side that as you work through different parts of the um, guided exercises, it triggers different um, behaviors of the aircraft. So it makes some of the propellers spin or one of them will spin at a different rate. Um, and different lights turn on and off, um, a whole bunch of different little things. So it's it's really great way to get started, uh, to learn, to get interested, um, and also bring your kids and, and see some Legos there. Bring your laptop, bring the kids, it's guided. Yes, totally, thank you, I can't believe Dan's not going to let me forget about that, forgetting that one. 
So I don't know at this point um, how can somebody be there uh, in Las Vegas and not be tempted to come in. I mean, unless you really, unless you really hate aerospace, you have to come because there is so much going on. Um, I, I don't know. Especially, if, chances are you 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 took a plane to get. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to sit in some airplane seats, we're going to have that. If <laughs> if you had some water and peanuts on your flight out, we might have some of those available. There's there's a number of fun things mixed into all of that that will. Uh, and you know, the, the other thing is it's so embedded in our everyday life, right? You know, this is not the time of Panham anymore, where you know, it was such a luxury to fly it, and maybe a better more of a pleasure than what it is now, really, uh, personal experience coming back from Europe. But uh, apart from that, I mean, uh, it, it, all you're doing, it's amazing. I am always excited. And but, but I know that maybe there is a couple more bragging that we can do here to tease Lillian about who, who will be some of the speaker. You want to highlight somebody that is going to be there before we, we say goodbye? Yeah. Here? Um, I think one great person to tease, um, as we had mentioned, um, Sage Meadows from Cal Poly. Um, I always like to try to bring up a lot of the university students um, because it really is important to bring some of their work out of just papers and publications and onto a stage in front of other people. Uh, we have a really interesting um, talk that's going to be on the main stage, but also in the village uh, from Paz Himiri uh, about um, weather balloon radio sounds um, that they use in order to do uh, weather measurements um, from different balloons. And so he's going to talk about the signals and how you can go about spoofing or protections schemes therein. Um, that's going to be really great. Um, Edom Cologne from TSA is going to be doing the cybersecurity briefing about the ground equipment. I know everybody loves to hate it and so there's going to be some discussions about that might as well learn um, how it works and absolutely. the beauty is lillian has lined it up so you get your national cyber director team talking about the space side of things when i talk to the tsa administrator followed right by the let's talk about the tsa screening equipment so a nice flow of everything right there on friday afternoon yeah, we try to capture everyone in at one point. Just get you sitting down for a couple hours. Uh, yeah, and then the other talks, I know, uh, so we're working on Viasat and yep. working on in the sense of they're either going to be main stage or both main stage and with us. Uh, so, uh, and for folks who may be going to Black Hat, they're speaking there also. So again, it's not just the fact of hearing them, but it's, you're in a smaller setting. And when you want to talk to those folks afterwards and, and get up close and one-on-one, -on -one, uh, being able to have them there is absolutely something we want to do. Uh, Chris Roberts is coming in. Pete Cooper, one of our co-founders early on, is going to do a talk with him uh, and his work at Boom uh, Aircraft now. So uh, looking forward to that. Like I mentioned, also that uh, five-year retrospective. And then uh, again, just it's the variety of things and the fact that we have uh, a student who's going to an Air Force school that's coming in doing a talk. We have a researcher from Sandia National Labs who did some work on an uh, aircraft that is also applicable in what he's uh, bringing in as it relates to space cybersecurity. Pentest Partners is always one of our strongest partners. They're there. 
they're hosting a happy hour. Uh, I think it's Friday evening, Lillian, is that correct? Uh, talks about their work on aircraft cybersecurity. Uh, and then, you know, of course, a happy hour that doesn't hurt. So, yeah, just a variety of things there. And I will do another shameless plug. We will have another badge for sale. Uh, we'll space it out. So Friday and Saturday mornings, we're going to have this year's badge. Our badge guy, Dan Allen, knocked it out of the park once again. There's actually two badges. The one that's going to be at DEF CON uh, between him and our artist friend, another Dan at Fly Surreal, uh, another great badge. Activities, puzzles, things on, on it like you have seen before and just what he naturally creates. Uh, but we'll have those available. And then for folks who are following us on Twitter, uh, we have a donation badge, a right flyer, again, celebrating not just five years of us. That's a big deal. The other big celebration is 120 years since the Wright Flyer's first flight. So, uh, again, those uh, Dan created a badge, and uh, it is just awesome. So because, because another one, one to add to your collection. Because one wasn't enough. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Couldn't decide on one to make. Over, That's right. One, one is the awesome donation. One's an amazing donation. So That's right. Uh, we're, we're giving lots of opportunities. It, you really you, you can't stop him. He's addicted to it, and he's good at it. <laughs> And then the other thing is you'll see the number of SAOs that whatever we decide as a group we're going to do and then 20 more show up because people just love yep. making them. And, and they're awesome. And I'm like, yeah, let's let's keep making them because they're fun to do. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> Another one that's been hooked. Exactly. exactly. Well, so I, I want to just uh, and then and then we close here and I'll have uh, Sean, which is way better than me, to to do the call to auction for you guys. But. I just want people that are listening or watching right now to understand that this vibe here is is the vibe, but it's you know multiplied by a million that oh you get God. in the village, yeah. and is the excitement. I mean, we were there for our RSA conference, and that's the last time we saw each other, and and it was even before it started, and and Sean was there later. But it's like, you know, we get to talk to everybody. Everybody is so happy to be there. Everybody's so excited. The folks of Boeing, yes. the folks of C-Cube, and all of you guys are just like, yeah. what? It's like, you don't get paid. Why are you doing it? Because you, there is so much value. And let's face it, you're having fun too. So oh people can talk to you, and you guys are going to be so excited to talk to them. It's not a, it's not a presentation. That's the village. The idea of the village is that you are in there. Yeah. And this applies to every other village by the way so and the, and the village is global we actually saw coops pete cooper in, in uh London. that's right <laughs> yeah well and, and, and I, think, I think that's the thing and you hit on it marco is this is not paid this is so much fun the extra time like lillian said right this is not our day job we'll, we'll work extra today to make up for time that we're happy to spend here uh the time that we're doing things out there it is a happy group. It is such a around the world group. Uh, the range of, again, young, old, new, very experienced. Uh, we've got commercial pilots. We got old guy pilots, uh, government folks, industry folks, all of that. That's our volunteers. That's our audience. And so it's easy because these are the people we want to cater to and meet what they're asking for. And I think that's what makes the hard work everybody puts in and then the fun that they have on the backside. And hopefully that's very obvious. I'm, I'm and not even hopefully it is very obvious. And I know, uh, you know, that's what our folks enjoy doing. 
it's, it's inescapable. You, you can't uh, you can't avoid it once you walk in. That's right. That's right. So I'm I'm excited to uh, to see and hear how it all all plays out again, August 10th through the 13th in Las Vegas. That's the weekend you bet. Uh, following Black Hat. Uh, so it's part of DEF CON those few days there. I encourage everybody. I mean, it's an experience. If you haven't been, you, you must. And if you have, uh, you already know it's it's amazing and, uh, and it continues to be. So thank you, Steve and Lillian, for all that you do and, and to all the others that support you and that you support in, uh, in making this possible and uh, to the badge makers who get the donations. <laughs> so you, you, can actually, you can actually pay for the stuff because the, the room, right. you have to pay for the room and all the gear. So um, of course we'll, for those listening and watching, we'll include links to uh, aerospacevillage.org uh, where you can check out uh, once it's live, all of the, all the panels and discussions and the fireside chats and uh, other activities that are taking place there and uh, and links to Steve and Lillian's uh, bio so you can connect with them as well. Please do, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, with that, um, not officially part of our Black Hat coverage, but it's hard to disconnect the two. Uh, but we, we have a lot going on that week and uh, it would be huge mistake on our part to not chat with you so thanks thanks for joining us awesome Thank you. thanks for the time as always pentera the leader in automation security validation allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact Learn more at Pentera.io. Imperva is the cybersecurity leader whose mission is to protect data and all paths to it with a suite of integrated application and data security solutions. Learn more at Imperva.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Redefining Security Podcast. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.